Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawk. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. We're here to talk some uh, some Braves baseball, and uh, I wanted to thank you. I forgot to wear it today, but you gave me a very fancy hat that didn't fit your head. Uh, yeah, it was a little too big for my head, which I think speaks more about your head than mine. I have a large head, yeah. a, lo- a comically large. Yeah, what about Delco? What's his head like? I don't know. Giorgio's head looks like it's pretty normal. Giorgio gives good head. <laughs> I said you had a good head. That doesn't sound right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got uh, the matching. I actually bought another one, but the matching hat for this new City Connect. City Connect. Uh, they're nice. I like. I like that they went with the '70s colors. I would actually be. I would be pretty down with that being the main jersey potentially if they took off the the. Yeah, this like is for an everyday. This has always been my favorite jersey. I think they started. Um, they started rolling this one out in the early 2000s. Um, Chipper, the Chipper, Chipper teams wore it a couple times. Yeah, for Call, uh, uh, enjoyed this jersey. I think he requested it a lot when he was really a player. Yeah, I mean, this is a good fucking. This is a good look. Yeah, I have the I have the actual like pullover one from the Aaron days, which I I don't know why I, I said this on another show a couple years ago what we did, but uh, I feel like this iteration of the Braves looks better in it than the 90s 2000s Braves did. They were just so. I love those teams, but boring. they were... What? Boring. Yes. Yeah. I love them, but they, had, they were... They didn't have any offense back then. I mean, it was it was bleak offensively. There was one year, what, 2003? Yeah, yeah, where they were on... That was the last year. Not even... I didn't even think this going into 2021, but 2003 was the last year I was convinced the Braves were going to win the World Series. No. And uh, that obviously did not happen. 2021, I was like, eh, we'll see. We will see. Um, I think we're looking pretty good so far this year. We are. Uh, there is a bit of an issue, though, so far with the Braves. We'll dive right in. Um, they don't have any players. All their players keep getting fucking hurt. Like, one thing we talked about going into this season uh, that is huge for them, and it's something every team needs uh, to be successful in the regular season, is depth. Yep. Not just depth, but like Mariana Trench fucking depth, right? Those are the teams that survive in the regular season like there's teams that aren't necessarily as talented even that will do better than a a quote-unquote star-studded team because they have the depth to replace holes where you know they might you might have to put in then a replacement level player or something worse than that in the bullpen or or in left field or or whatever Mm -hmm. i feel like the rays do that a lot you know what i mean like people always talk about how the rays find these diamonds in the rough or reclamation projects or whatever. But to me, one thing that's always big with the Rays, not so much this year, because they are actually star-studded. This, they probably have both this year. Mm. But a lot of times for me, it's just that, like, they don't really have holes. You know what I mean? Like, they're just deep, and they always, they they make sure that, like, their, their floor, their player floor is relatively high. Yeah. The player ceiling might not necessarily be a lot of times, but they always have the depth to make sure that they don't have just some fucking black hole in their lineup or and or in their rotation or in their fucking uh or in their bullpen um and that's something the braves had this year and that's one thing that made me really excited for this year is that you know we could weather storms 
because of the amount of depth we had. We talked about how we have basically a second MLB rotation mm-hmm. in the minors, uh, more of a you know Pirates rotation, but still, uh, they have MLB quality arms in the minors, um, obviously great depth throughout the lineup, and the bullpen is hilariously deep. Pretty much all that's being put to the test immediately. Yeah, and it's, uh, you know, the Braves are 9-4, and four, so you can't really complain about that, considering no. our number one starters has half of a start we have two guys kyle wright's thrown three innings in one game um he gave up some hits and walks and stuff but he didn't actually look that bad it was that that was more of a spring training game for him yeah um I believe we won that game anyway right yeah yeah uh spencer strider spencer strider nobody's worried about him but yeah we, we haven't had Wright really we have soroka's not quite back yet although he's pitched seven and two thirds in triple a so far uh, seven hits, two walks, um, and uh, he. I expect him to be up. They're probably going to call him up. If I had to guess, um, probably right around the end of the month. I think they want him to get one more start and yeah. then throw him into the rotation. Bryce Elders look great. Yes. So there's no rush, but you know we've we've not had a closer all season. Um, but the people who have been closing to that point about depth are A.J. Menner and Nick Anderson and even Jesse Chavez one time. Um, and make no mistake, Minter is a closer quality reliever. He is, yeah. He's he he's clocking in at a one whip, um, two saves, no blown. Um, I don't think we've actually blown a save this year so far. No, not yet, no. Um, Nick Anderson's got a .53 whip. Jesse Chavez has a .47 whip. So the guys that we're throwing in there – to handle this particular thing, both both those guys have four and two holds respectively as well. So that's that speaks to the depth of the team, man. I mean, for the last week we've been without one of the better center fielders in baseball and without one of the best hitting catchers in baseball as well, yep. and we're still just kind of like cruising. So. It's crazy, and the, the rotation's especially nuts too when you consider. So okay, Elders filled in nicely. Uh, Dodd and Schuster. Dodd had one great start, one bad start. Mm-hmm. Schuster, whatever. Uh, you know, he he eight innings and and I think we won one of those two games he pitched. So fine, fine, fine. Um, but I mean, like even the uh, when you say like yeah, uh, Soroka might come up by the end of the month. Like I'm getting to the point where I don't know if we're gonna have a choice because even the other arms in the fucking minors are starting to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kobe, uh, we, Ian Anderson, TJ the other day, yep. or just found out he's gonna have to have TJ the other day. So no, he got it yesterday. He got it yesterday. Yeah. Okay, he's done. Inoa <clears throat> still out. Kobe Allard, who we got, who was a Braves prospect, and we got back from the mm-hmm. Rangers or something like that. Who's a good pitcher, still a good prospect. Yeah, I watched him uh, against the Braves last year, actually. Um, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's uh, good stuff. He just hasn't figured it out yet, but he's got a good arm. He throws- and he actually had a nice start for Atlanta. Was it in 2020? It may have been I don't when know. we were just totally fucking out of dudes, like we are now, kind yeah. of. Um, but yeah, half our, our minor league rotations hurt. And then you, uh, 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 Colin McHugh and Rossell Iglesias both out in the major league. Uh, Matzik out as well, obviously. He didn't even start the year with us, but he's that's another arm. That's, he's out all year. Yeah. yeah, that's another arm that's not there. Um, I mean, the and then Arcia. Orlando Arcia goes down for who knows how long with a micro... We would explain the microfracture situation. I don't really understand it. Um, so I think it's in the metacarpal right here. It's not a boxer break, which is a, a hairline fracture across uh, these two. The one that Jeff Bagwell used to get all the time yeah. from getting hit by pitches. But he got grazed on the outside of his hand right here. 
and uh, there's micro fractures in there. Um, the different, I mean, it's not it's not a hairline. So a hairline fracture would be uh, completely through right. the bone. Um, a micro fracture is essentially what shin splints are. So it's like little. It, it, it's, I'm trying to think of a way to like if you tapped an egg, the little lines that pop up in there kind of mm-hmm. looks like that, and they heal quite a bit quicker than a full fracture. But they can be, I mean, shin splints at least super they, nagging. Yeah, um, I mean, it's in his glove hand. Yeah, right. But it is in his bottom hitting hand as well, and he generates quite a bit of torque. So I'm sure. Look, there's no reason uh, uh, Von Grissom, what, whatever reservations they have about his defense, he's still an above average. He's not. He's not a below zero war player he's right, above right, right. i think he what was his war last year like fucking 1.4 or some shit i'm sure it was in 40 games maybe yeah that was 0.9 and 40 so he's like forget about all that shit and he was playing he was playing out of position last year as well correct yeah um but yeah we're, we're missing a lot of people i'm not too concerned about it i mean yeah we'll get into that a little later but it, it it's it is just it's just fucking insane that it's already happening part of me thinks I think it's the optimist in me. It's like, uh, you know what? Okay. That's kind of okay because uh, now, you know, we will make the playoffs just because I say that confidently because of the expanded playoffs. I'm not going to say we're going to win the division, though I think we are. Um, but kind of nice to have your guys going into October not having played a full season. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, especially after multiple, well, the 2020 fucking weird year and then multiple deep runs in the playoffs right. obviously you want to if you can get some time off for dudes that's not the worst thing ever yeah and so and obviously you want them missing if you're going to miss time april may yeah right even june not you don't want them missing september then try or uh, you know in like go, being hurt until mid-september then trying to figure it out two weeks before the playoffs yeah. so you, you don't typically want that one thing uh though that has kept this team afloat aside from the fact that their bullpen is elite and just insanely deep uh this lineup fucks yeah this lineup uh even even without uh with a week now a week or more now of not having two of the best hitters in the league harrison darno in the lineup it's mm -hmm. still fucking just doing whatever it wants to do aside from ozuna but we'll get to that later but (laughs) um yeah they they've not had any issues putting runs up no, they've been incredible. And look, I mean, you get a little bit of a break uh, facing the Reds, uh, but I mean, they beat the shit out of the Cardinals, who are uh, their pitching is their weakness, but they're not a bad team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they absolutely destroyed the Cardinals. Um, bad series against the Padres. Yeah, we'll talk about all that. But the lineup, I, I looked at the numbers. I wanted to see how they rank against everybody else, and it's pretty interesting. Obviously, you can take the um, raw stat numbers with a grain of salt because it's early in the year, but they are already third in the league and on base percentage mm-hmm. uh at like 350 something which is great for a team to average uh sixth in slugging at 434 sixth in batting average at 271 but more important than all of that is that god is on the brave side because they're second in baseball with a 339 batting average on balls in play yeah i wonder hold on let me check fan graphs fan graphs has exit velo and shit right yeah. I wonder what the team exit velo is because you have to balance that out in my opinion between uh, <clears throat> like Babbitt can be misleading. It can make a guy look like he's getting lucky, but he's just scorching the ball all the time. 100%. Um so especially this year without the shift, I think that probably plays some role in it. Uh, I don't know where to look for Well, the, I'll I'll try to find it real quick. They were uh 
also like just one of the um I, I want to say they were one of the teams typically hurt the most by the shift. Uh well the um Matt Olson was the worst hurt by the shift for yeah. sure. So I'm sure that weights it a little bit. Philly also is Philly's actually first in Babip. Yeah. In the league. They're having a nice little uh I, I can't imagine they weren't also hurt by it. Just because uh all right, here we go. I got exit velocity for teams. Atlanta ranks fourth. So, yeah, I, I don't really... I'm not too concerned about Babup uh, regressing if they're hitting the ball hard. Yeah. Especially when, you know, you still have... They still are running Ozuna out there. I think he's played in like 11 of 13 games. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why he shouldn't be on the field at all. But, yeah, that that's a... You, you have to look at the cross tabs in those stats to make sure you're getting real data out of that. For sure. And they uh, rank sixth in barrel percentage as well. <laughs> uh, the Braves do in the league. And, I mean, most they're mostly... Uh, the teams ahead of them are, you know, no surprise on on exit velocity. The teams ahead of them are the Dodgers, fine. Yankees, fine. Cardinals, certainly fine. Uh, yeah, and then the Braves, and then right behind them are the uh, Giants and Rays. And uh, the Giants have been mashing this year. I kind of would have expected Philly to be up there with. I, I guess he got off to a little bit of a slow start, but. Um, uh, What's his nuts? What, Schwarber? Yeah, what? Schwarber. Just, he hit two goddamn missiles last night. 106 and 107 exavilo on those. Yeah. Uh, so he's getting kind of locked in. Um, what's that kid's name there? Um, shit, hang on. I got to look. I don't want to say his name wrong. Um, uh, Bryson Stott is off to a pretty good year. He's mm-hmm. at 400 right now. Yeah. Uh, not hitting home runs, but... Who gives a shit? It is with the Babbitt, <laughs> though. I, I think it is interesting, like you said. Like, yeah, they are hitting the ball hard, but I don't even think that that's all of it. Like, I am just noticing that they're getting hits that used to be hits before everyone yeah. started shifting like fucking crazy. Well, that's what... Uh, I don't know if you watched that Tampa Bay game yesterday or the highlights from it. Yeah. They were down 3-1 in the fifth, and all of a sudden... Like you could you could say that was just an unlucky inning for the other team, but they were and they were intentionally going out of the zone to hit the ball the other way through mm-hmm. what what would what is kind of a shift, especially on, teams are still moving defenders right. further than they did you know prior to the shift revolution. Yeah. But then, like especially the one before it got broken open, Randy Rosarino, there was uh, runners on second, third. I think it was three to two, if I'm not mistaken, and. There was a ball eight, ten inches outside, and he just flicked it through the hole between second and first. That's just a fucking RBI machine right yep. there. Like, you can say that's weak contact, but that's situational hitting, and that's that oftentimes is the difference between winning and losing. Yeah, 100%. And they do it. Nobody does it better than Tampa Bay. Kevin Cash is the best manager in baseball. I agree and it's not that. even fucking close. Yeah. Like, that front office is great. You can, I, I don't think you can. Maybe they in Atlanta are one A one B because they they're working with very different situations and payroll. hundred percent. Well, and they do different things really well yeah. as well. But as far as coaching on the field, I don't know anybody that's better than Cash. He's no. the best. Yeah, he's exactly who you want. And they don't. They're not going to make a mistake hiring a manager. I mean, they're the ones no. that kind of made Joe Madden, mm-hmm. uh, who then kind of felt. I mean, 
Los Angeles, the Angels is just where talent goes to die. Yeah. So I mean, Madden was even good in Chicago, if that tells you anything. Right. Won a World <laughs> Series in Chicago yeah. with the fucking Cubs, and yeah. then you go to the Angels, and it's just all with over. T- the two best players in baseball, you still can't win. Yeah. So. You're so it's like so cursed that like Albert Pujols hated him. He like mm-hmm. cut Albert Pujols, and then Pujols what cut, you know breaks 700 with the Cardinals. Yeah. It's just wild. But yeah, I, I I'm really seeing the Braves just getting hits that used to be hits, and mm-hmm. I'm happy to see that. And that is another thing that's interesting about the exit velocity stuff. And we talked about this with Grissom. So Grissom was called up today, and one of the big um, knocks on him was always. Or has been exit velo. Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't know what it was during the season last year. I guess we could look on fan graphs with that too. But I think in spring great. training it was eighty six or yeah, something like that. I think it, it wasn't good last year either. It was in the mid eighties, <laughs> um, which is not where RC is like ninety two or something yeah. or ninety or something like that. Yeah, but he also swings his ass off and he strikes out more. Yeah. So I mean, you you got to take all that stuff into account. I think. But I think what's interesting is that one reason people started to like exit velocity a lot and and uh, barrel rate a lot, and look, these are still important for um, you know getting doubles and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and obviously home runs. But um, you have to think they're going to matter less because one of the ways you beat the shift was barrel rate and exit velocity, right? Mm-hmm. If you're still going to pull the ball, or you're still going to hit the ball to your strong side or whatever. You need to be hitting it harder because you've got smaller gaps to get it through, yeah. or you've got to make the ball more difficult to field. That's not the case anymore. Like you, it's more the 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 holes are wider. I mean, because they just can't put everybody on one side. So you would think there would be um, a bit less of an emphasis on on exit velo. Maybe, yeah. I mean, some of it is just situational hitting. Like if the t- if a team is um, if they're playing double play depth, for example on a lefty who they would normally move the second baseman farther towards first base mm-hmm. and move the shortstop close to behind the second base back. <clears throat> and you can fucking, you see a ball outside out over the plate and you can guide it through the middle of the fucking field right there. Good for you, dude. I mean, that's a hit. It's a hit. And it looks like a line drive in the box score. Right. Fucking that. That's good situational hitting. It's what everybody's been pining for, for dudes to go the other way, but you can do that. You do that on the waste pitch or on like a Rosarina did last night. They were trying to strike him out. That was a pitch that was eight inches outside the zone. It was a show-me pitch. They were probably going to come high and in with a fastball after that. But he was like, why even wait? I can punch this through this giant hole in the fucking infield right now. And I think, yeah, I mean, professional hitters, like the Braves have guys that are – they put up tough at-bats. There, there's – even even uh, Rosario is still waiting for some of the the rate numbers to come through this year for some of the putting, counting stats. But he's put he's having good at bats. Yes. He's walking more, seeing more pitches than I've seen him. He, even before he was with the Braves, when he was having big seasons, he's still seeing the ball better now than he was. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to come around pretty quickly. Um, he had a fucking moonshot the other day as well. Won the game, I believe. Uh, I'm trying to find. I can't find it on on Fangrass right now, but I would love to just see. So you know they have they have barrel rate, right? We just mm-hmm. talked about that. I would love to just see contact right right because again like uh randy's hit the other day rosarina's hit the other day i mean did he bear he didn't really barrel it right it's not going to be no, great no, he, i mean you can well we can't play the clip but uh you can go look at the clip of him on twitter or wherever the fuck just on the rays uh site because they posted it um yeah he just kind of flicked the bat at a ball that was eight ten inches outside right that that's 
Uh, yeah, you got to think that Exavilo is going to start to be less of an issue. And you're going to want guys who, again, can uh, because like like with the shits and everything, people wanted like forget contact, right? Mm-hmm. You had to make violent. Yeah. very good contact with the ball they don't want they didn't they weren't really interested in flicking the ball the other way or whatever if that's a skill you had on top of everything else great that means you're one of the top 10 players in the league instead of just what we need you to be uh but now i mean there is there should be you would think more of an emphasis on situational hitting on fucking just getting the yeah getting well, the ball especially play. with all the base runners moving around like they're moving around yeah um i wouldn't be surprised like when's the last time you saw uh, a baseball manager consistently use the hit and run. I think that's coming back pretty soon. You would, you would, it would have to, you would think. I mean, it would make a lot of sense for a guy like, um, a guy like Rosario with runners ahead of him. The, that runner is probably going to be Michael Harris because he hits uh, two or three slots ahead of him typically uh, on the base pass. You get him moving with, uh, you know, with no outs or, or one out and hit a ground ball in the infield, and maybe you got a guy at third base now mm-hmm. after exchanging one out for it because he's so goddamn fast. So, yeah, I think the hit and run is probably going to make a comeback soon. It'll be interesting to see which managers bring it back. Um, Kevin Cash probably will just yeah. because he plays small yeah. ball like that. Although they've hit – Tampa Bay's hit 32 home runs this year so far, and they've given up 30 total runs. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So that'll win you 13 in a row. Yeah. That'll that'll play pretty fucking yeah. easily. Um, is there anyone else you think who might uh, who we might see? Uh, just pretend there's not going to be any other injuries for the rest of the month. Uh, anyone else you think we might see plugging any gaps for the Braves in the meantime? Uh, who's the other shortstop? Schumacher or whatever. Braden Schumacher. Schumacher. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, honestly, if I'm the, if I'm AA right now, I'm trying to package him in some kind of deal, maybe with uh, Schuster or Dodd or somebody like that to get a left fielder, to get a full-time left fielder. So then what, Eddie becomes part-time DH, part-time left fielder, yeah. just part of a rotation? Yep. With- because I don't, I mean, they don't have any outstanding outfielders coming up through the system right now. And this is a win now team. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Rosario is not good against left-handed hitting uh, mm-hmm. pitchers, um, which is you know still the minority. So he he would still get a lot of at bats, but I think uh, they need somebody out there. They need a good defender who can fucking hit yeah. out there. And there's no reason for them not to make a move like that. You know, I don't know who it is. I don't know if it's um, what's I, his nuts from the Pirates or something like that. I got a name for you. Who might be on the move? Who uh, my brother hit me up about mm-hmm. just in terms of like you know it'd be an interesting trade. Uh, Tyler O'Neill. What's he, 29? Something like that. I mean, he plays gold glove defense, mm-hmm. uh, obviously has power. I mean, just look at those arms. Um, actually Can he sp- play left or has he always played center? He's center. Well, we're not going to move Harris out of center. There's, right. no, there's no way that Tyler O'Neill is better at center field than, than Michael Harris. No, but he's that would make him the best left fielder in baseball tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see how uh, the season goes for for uh, St. Louis. Yeah, Which, yeah, but they have an abundance of outfielders. Uh, they got that new guy uh, who hit a home run against us, the giant uh, black dude whose name I'm 
fucking blanking on. Oh, the uh, 21-year-old? Yeah, who's uh, fucking, like, he looks like a powerful Walker? Is yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, I mean, that he's, kid's, he's going to be a fucking good baseball. I, he reminds me a lot of a right-handed uh, uh, Jason Hayward, so hopefully he doesn't have... Yeah. He's got much better bat speed, though. He doesn't have that weird fucking janky swing. Like. He He's kind of an inverse to Jason Hayward, where, well, Jason Hayward was great in the minors doing this, but mm. Hayward ended up being a defense-first guy. And Walker is, is bat first. So I think Walker is actually a little uh, awkward in the outfield still. So they're kind of working on his defense. But he's a, he's a fucking crazy athlete. Mm-hmm. I mean, he should probably be playing tight end somewhere, to be honest. Yeah. That um, I man's a monster. O'Neal's on a one-year deal right now. 4.9 mil, one-year deal. And he's an unrestricted free agent next year. So you could definitely lure him away from the Cardinals. I think so. I mean, are, they, by they the way, they're, they're last place in, in, in their division right now, which is we're, we're two weeks in, but right. And they need pitching, which so that sucks. That uh, what's his nuts? Ian Anderson just uh, blew out his mm. elbow. Cause well, we we've got plenty. Yeah, Schuster and Dodd can go. They're not going to be good major league baseball pitchers. <laughs> I don't think. Uh, Allard, we could send again. Maybe I mean, maybe Dodd. Even a Noah, I think we can stand to lose at this point. I well, I think they want pitching for this year though. Mm. So it might be uh, someone if they're hurt, less hurt than that. Um, Don't be surprised if we get too much into the season and they're still at a f- thirty-eight, forty percent winning percentage. They don't fucking let O'Neill go. Especially, I don't think he's too thrilled with management at this point either. No, that's the other thing too. He's kind of the odd man out in terms of uh, personality, whatever you want to call it. Uh, him and Marmol are not uh, not good friends right now. And again, they have. Um, I'm trying to think they have Walker. Uh they've got a great dude in center field. Oh, uh, they've got Dylan Carson. They've he, got yeah. uh that uh uh dude from the Netherlands, I think. Newt Bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know they've much got a about lot of outfield him. depth. <clears throat> but so, yeah, they can definitely afford to lose O'Neill. That would be interesting. I mean, defense alone would make that worth the trade. Uh and then obviously he's got he didn't hit a lot of home runs last year, but I mean, he is, uh, he, he does have a power stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, did he miss time last year? Cause he only hit fucking 14 home runs. He, yeah, he only played 96 games. So that's a 20 home run season. If you stretch it out over mm-hmm. uh, 20, 25 home runs, um, take that in a heartbeat. But yeah, so that'll be, that'd be interesting. Um, that would be who I would want to go after if we were going to add to left field, obviously like in terms of like realistic, Obviously, I would, you know, take Aaron Judge or something. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, next up, want to talk about this in a, just in a broader sense. So we always talk about how Braves start slow, whatever. Um, and this team had every reason to start slow again. Mm-hmm. Not even just because of Lero, like, oh, well, we'll get better later. Just like yeah. we, we, whether or not they wanted to start slow, they might have been starting slow. Uh, we're, what, nine and four? Yeah, we've gone seven and three in our last ten games, and that includes the brutal series against the Padres because we bookended that with sweeps against the Cardinals and the Reds. And I mean, so that's seven and three. You'll take seven and three across literally any ten games in the season. Yeah, you'll never you'll never not take seven and three over ten games. I mean, they should have won game two against the Padres as well, but yes, you know what are you gonna do? But yeah, they're uh, <clears throat> we're going in. Are we in Kansas City or? Yeah, it's in Kansas City. Yeah, that's uh, that shouldn't be that big of a deal. Although Kansas City is playing better than I would expect right now, um, but yeah, it's one thing Bobby used to say is just win series. 
Yep. At the end of the year, you're going to win 90 plus games if you just go out and win series. Yep. So, um, so we have again in this series. Like, obviously, you can't be like we have to sweep this series unless it's literally like the last or second to last series of the season, and yeah. you are absolutely <laughs> fucked unless you sweep it. But um, this feels like something we would be very, very. It would be good to have a sweep in the series. We sweep, we absolutely need to win this series, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It would be good to have a sweep in the series because the two series after this are, are pretty brutal. We go to San Diego, so from a Midwest, r- quick Midwest trip, out to the West Coast, which, which always we don't do well on. Um, I don't expect to win that San Diego series. That would be a, a bonus if we do. I'll just take one game out of that. Mm-hmm. And then we come back, and we catch the Astros at home. So to me... I would really like to take absolutely the maximum amount of games we could take from the Royals in this weekend series. I, I, I'm going to be looking. Uh, they're not going to. They're not going to play this way. You know what I mean? These guys are professionals. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're just gonna go about their business and try to win games. They're not gonna. I don't think they're gonna be too worried about one series over the other. Uh, but for me, just with the math and everything, um, I could see a stumble over the six games after this. So I. This feels like a must-win series early in the season for me, just to you know stay on pace. Yeah, I mean, I it's it, this is good. Um, it's a good opportunity for Elder and Wright to sharpen up a little bit more. Uh, Morton's going tonight. Mm-hmm. That this is the kind of team that fucks him up sometimes, just like contact teams. Yeah, and uh, people that'll wait. I mean, I don't be surprised if Morton gives up five walks plus tonight to be honest <laughs> this is the kind of game that he struggles in but <clears throat> elder uh over his career so far last two years against teams that haven't seen him yet which is most teams right is pretty good when he doesn't walk people so and then it's uh it's right right after that although it's right versus grinking grinky yep. you never know with that guy he may come out and fucking throw a shutout but yeah, i mean it's still <clears throat> to this day I will always say that the Astros lost that game. Granky started because they pulled him too early. Ah, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Like if I, we were not hitting Granky that day at all, and why even bother pulling him when he he was two for two at the plate? He had two hits. So what's he costing you? I don't know. Like they were just afraid that like third who, time. Who was their manager then? Dusty. He was still Dusty. Yeah. And they were afraid, I guess, maybe like third time through the lineup. But we looked lost. That's the that's the book on Dusty, though. He's made so Bobby Cox left people in too long, and Dusty outthinks himself on a regular basis. Yeah, not, not he. He finally got one. Luckily, uh, not luckily, but they were they were the better team. But um, I'm glad that he finally got one. But yeah, that's kind of the book on him. Um, but yeah, we've got. I mean, and even after that. We have Miami at home, then at New York and at Miami. Those are a tough series. Yeah. As much as um, New York and Miami have struggled to start the season, those are still good teams. Good teams. Um, and, and we good. have trouble at Miami. Just like, I don't know, everybody has trouble at Miami. The yeah. fucking Patriots have trouble in Miami for right. some reason. Um, it's a tough end of the month. This, yeah. is the, this is the last series in this month that I feel confident that we can win. Um, we could win all the series, sure, yeah, or we could win none of the series for the rest of the month. Uh, you know, what I mean, it's gonna be—it's just gonna be a rough stretch. So for me, I want to stay like this is a stay on pace series. This is a or stay out ahead series, mm-hmm. right? Like you win two, you win all three of these games, you're feeling good. You're twelve and four. You can afford to go five hundred over the rest of the month. So this is I, this to me is like a big linchpin series for, for the month. And again, again, it's not gonna sink anything. It's not gonna 
But it, this is a, a really exciting series to me because they need all these games. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we need to we need to win as much as possible early in the season because the Phillies are going to have at some point in pr- June or July, probably more likely July. Bryce Harper's coming back, and that's going to be electric. Yep. That team is going to fucking lose it for at least a month or two. They're just going to lose their minds. We can't we can't be five or six games up at that point. It needs to be – we need to be fucking ten games up by then. Yeah. But on the Phillies. The Mets and Marlins will deal with them, but the Phillies are going to come out fucking swinging. Yeah, at some point, I, I agree. They're going to get really, really hot. And again, like, I, I don't – it's hard to sleep on the Phillies. Or it's, it's, it's really, like, weirdly easy to sleep on the Phillies because uh, – it's for most people because the Mets are quote unquote so good or whatever. But like, what are the Phillies like? The Phillies are scarier to me. I mean, the top they have a better top of the rotation than the Mets in my opinion, just because their dudes aren't fucking a thousand years old. Yeah. Uh, and then that lineup is literally better than the Mets. Quite quite a bit scarier than the Mets yeah. lineup. So I'm not I'm not scared of the Mets in any way. Yeah. I'm really not the, either. The Phillies, though, that's a good baseball team. They'll the, jump the, up. I mean, they did it to us in the, in the division series last year. Yeah. They will jump up and fuck you in the ass. I mean, they're going to have, when when Harper comes back, they're going to go fucking Schwarber, Turner, Harper, Real Muto, that's, Castellanos. That's obscene. And even the, like, Alec Bohm and fucking Bryson Stott have had really good starts of the year. That's that, a that's a team right there. The fucking Mets fu- are a joke, in my yeah. opinion. I, I mean, I know we hate the Mets and shit, but one through five, they're good, and everything after that is fucking dog shit. And even one through five, it's good, but they're not like they need to. They have to string runs together. Outside of mm-hmm. Alonso, they don't really have a lot of power, yeah. right? Like they have to rely on getting two, three, four hits. The Phillies can get you know two. You know they can get one hit. Two hits, they're good. You're tied. You're tied. They're winning. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Same with the Braves. The Braves can do that too. But yeah, I don't. The Mets are are, are far more manageable uh, uh, to me than than the Phillies are. So again, that is why I've been. That's why I've been so excited about this nine and four start, uh, sweeping the Reds, and and I mean, and sweeping the Reds in a tough series. By the way, all mm-hmm. one run games. I think mm-hmm. we had to come back in two of them. Yeah, uh, had to come back in one of them like multiple times. So, like, this is exciting. This is good. I'm glad these guys are staying out in front of things. They're not digging themselves a hole. Look, and again, it's April, whatever, but you, you don't want to dig yourself a hole ever. Uh, last year last year was, like, kind of a miracle. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I mean the last rely. two years, to be honest, but yeah. for different reasons. But, yeah, it was, uh, last year was kind of rough. You can't rely on that. No. You can't rely on Alex Anthopoulos <laughs> making four perfect trades, right? You can't rely on... The Mets weren't even playing at a bad pace last year, right? Like, they they won 100 games. Yeah, I think they went... I think they were playing, like, 600 ball. Yeah. And we just fucking lapped them because we were so good. But, yeah. You can't can't rely on beating a team playing 600 ball. No. Uh, So, yeah, that's why you need these wins. That's why I'm going to be really locked into this Kansas City series. Um, I definitely... I think it's going to be more exciting. If if you're a Braves fan, you're kind of like, oh, whatever, playing the Royals... I think this is an exciting series because these are wins that we should be able to grab. Um, so I'm excited about that. One thing I'm not excited about, uh, actually, before we get to this, one thing, another thing I'm excited about is uh, gambling on baseball. Yeah. Uh, you've been talking to uh, a buddy who's a good good mm-hmm. baseball gambler. You yourself are a big baseball gambler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do all of that at my bookie. 
com. Use the promo code DRINKINGBROS uh, to double your first deposit up to $1,000 at MyBookie.com, where you can bet pretty much anything you want. Right now, it's baseball season. Dan, tell them why bait, betting baseball is actually dope and not something you should sleep on. Well, it's because there's... Um Unlike football season, so football you can make good money because the odds are good, um, but the it, as Delco likes to say, it's professional football, so the spreads aren't very good. Mm-hmm. Like your your Vegas gets that right most of the time, so you can parlay some teams together, but you're limited in option. There's what fifteen games a weekend, yeah, at, at the most. There's fifteen games a day in baseball, right? So if you're good at picking, uh, one of the things that Spader does, our buddy Ryan Spader is ranks. All the the games based on in in four tiers ones he's pretty sure about uh, one ones that he's confident about pretty sure about so on and so forth and even if you limit it to four or five games a day you're getting odds like plus four thousand mm. where you just throw down ten bucks and make four hundred bucks you know what I mean off of four games that are like oh these guys are pitching yeah they're gonna win that game yeah and you know it's it's gambling you win some you lose some but you can make a lot of money gambling on baseball because you can. The returns can be a little bit lower, and you got to take more risk with parlays, but it's every single day. You know what I mean? So if you're into fantasy baseball, there's no reason you shouldn't be throwing down 10 bucks a day on random bets on my bookie. Parlay four or five or 15 teams together yeah. and to see what happens. Because when you parlay all the games, which is what Ryan does every single day, I think the odds are plus 1 million or plus 100,000. So, yeah, like so ridiculous. Like so you that. bet, you bet. A hundred bucks and you get a hundred thousand dollars, right? Not that, but even ten bucks, you're getting ten grand right. off of that fucking bet. You know what I mean? Ten bucks is nothing, right? So you can that's afford why, to bleed ten dollars a day. Yeah, that's why I bet baseball. And and if you're if you're if you're rocking it good enough to have, I think his winning percentage last year was sixty two percent on the individual bets, not on the parlays, obviously. But if you're if you're cruising at sixty two percent, chances are you're going to win one or two parlays a year. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's just a grind. And it like keeps, baseball itself, it's uh, yeah. If you if you uh, only if you fail seven out of ten times, you're mm-hmm. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and if you if you like if you enjoy fantasy baseball or even just watching baseball and following everything, you'll enjoy this style of gambling. I highly recommend it. It's fun. Yeah, keeps you involved in everything. So check that shit out at mybookie.com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros. It's super fun. Um, anyway, back to that transition I interrupted for myself. One thing that's not super fun, watching uh, Marcelo Zuna play baseball or live also. Yeah. Um, He's the only guy that I can recall, other than you mentioned David Justice in the 95 World Series because he was talking shit and pissed off some fans for one game or something. Yeah. But, um, Ozuna is the first guy I've ever seen get booed by home fans in Atlanta. Yeah. It's not really their style. No, but, not at all. I you never see that. It's not the Mets, the Yankees, the Phillies, like mm. whatever. It's not, and it's not because we're so polite or something like that. Or I'm not trying to like Southern hospitality. It's just not part of it for that. Yeah, fan base it's just not something they reason, do. Yeah. They're kind of agnostic to it. Mm. Uh, but I mean, they are. The fans are fucking done with Ozuna. And honestly, his stats are dog shit. But I'm not even going to bother to read them because I don't care. Like. He's not even passing the fucking eye test for me anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to hear his stats. Sure, let's hear this abortion. Um, his his strikeout rate is 31.7%. Mm-hmm. And his bad He must be hitting a lot of home runs, right? Nope. Oh. Uh, his isolated power is 167. And his batting average on balls in play is .048. Mm. 
So you can't be worse than that. No. Unless you've never made contact in your entire life. <laughs> you can't be worse than that. His WRC plus right now is 20. That's so far below that's replacement. A, that's a I fifth. mean, you could send one of us up there to put up, put yeah. up those numbers. No. Like, legitimately, it's so fucking bad. <clears throat> He's got two homers. Whatever. I don't care. Like, that's all... Again, like he doesn't even pass the eye test. I watch his at bats. He looks every at bat. He either looks fucking lost mm. or disinterested. Yeah, and it's. Uh, I mean, if you dig down into the cross tabs of some of this stuff, his exit velo is not bad when he makes contact. Eighty nine point five. I mean, that's way less than you would expect for a fucking power hitter, frankly. Yeah. Um, but the, it's not like below league average. I think league average is like eighty eight or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but he's his ground ball percentage right now is sixty one percent. Like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? If you're, if you're a home run hitter that doesn't hit home runs, you're not a thing. Doesn't even elevate. And, I mean, again, <clears throat> it looks like I never know what he's up there looking for. Like, no, I think he just fucking swings. Yeah. He, and hopes for the best. Um, I, I don't know if it's like he's a little old. He's only 32, but uh, – or yeah, he's only 32, but sometimes vision starts to blur or speed. your bat speed goes down and you have to start – you start your swing earlier than you used to and stuff like that and that definitely affects you but man this guy's fucking toast i mean get him it, out of there it does look like he it seems like he was you know in his 20s a mm. fucking freak right and he relied mostly on his freak abilities to mash the ball and even by the way when he was really quote unquote good really good like he wasn't like a top 10 player or anything no, like no. that. So he had like above average talent. He or he essentially had above average output probably with far more than above average talent and never felt the need to get that output even up to his talent level because he was it was like a like a JR Smith situation yeah. or a Kyler Murray situation or something like that, you know what I mean? Where he was like I'm really good, I don't really have to work that hard, so I'm not fucking gonna but now the problem is 32 is young 32 for a human right but for a major league baseball player where you know fractions of a second and fucking millimeters Mm. are are what matters like if you lose anything you're not that guy anymore well you gotta you gotta make up for it somehow but like as you said um he apparently he appears to not have taken the time to build those fundamentals you know what i mean like everybody does it when when it's the approach. It's why, uh, honestly, I I think players like Austin Riley who get involved in the approach early on, as he did, like he could have kept doing his thing and he probably would have hit thirty home runs a year, but he would have struck out one hundred ninety times mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. Uh, probably would have had an average of ninety RBIs instead of one hundred and five, right? It, which is you know fifteen RBIs over the course of the season. That's that could be a big deal. Um. Guys like that tend to have longer careers because they figured out Chipper was like that too. Yep. Through the injuries and through aging and stuff like that, he changed his approach and, and blah, blah, blah. You just don't see that from Ozuna. And it's been two years now because he sucked last year too. Yeah. Everybody's been kind of waiting for him to get his shit together. It's and- never going to happen. And, and look, and by the way, if you want, there are two things in baseball to me that are more or less pure effort. First and foremost is base running. Mm. He's a fucking moron on the base pads. Just generally speaking, he's a moron. But uh, yes. yes, his legal uh, record would yeah. t- say that as well. <clears throat> uh, and then secondly, like, look, there is a certain amount of, of physical talent, 
you know, required to be elite at defense. Mm. But you can be a good defender or a passable defender just through effort alone, right? Knowing where to be, running hard to the ball, just being aware of the situation. Yeah. And he's so bad that they don't even think he he should be on the field. He can only DH. They won't put him in left field. Like, that's that speaks fucking volumes. Yeah, like, it's not like you don't want to platoon your DH. No. Like, you want your DH to be one of the better hitters on your team. Certainly consistent in, in the lineup. But, yeah, he's – I just don't know uh, – I don't know where it goes from here. Look, maybe he's just having a rough start, but as you mentioned before, doesn't pass the eye test. And we've been talking about this since the beginning of last year, whenever he came back. It's like, this dude looks lost always at the plate. Then he hits a home run. You're like, oh, he's not bad. Yeah. Like, well, that was a belt-high fastball, right? right? And he was just swinging his ass off. He's not taking pitchers deep into counts. And then fucking situationally driving in a run or hitting a bomb like that. It's like on a fucking one oh oh one count is where he hits his home runs. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with this guy. I, you got to think AA has got to have some plan for this, I, I would imagine. But it's a matter of offloading that contract, too. Frankly, if they just cut him and ate it, I wouldn't care. I wouldn't either. Fuck it. Uh, I mean, and they have enough outfield depth at this point to deal with it mm-hmm. uh, between um, Rosario or outfield, just depth in general, Rosario, Hilliard, the two catchers, Murphy and Darno, And um, isn't there one more outfielder? Um. Hilliard's – oh, uh, Pilar, Kevin Pilar. Oh, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. really want Kevin Pilar DHing. I don't want him in the lineup until the seventh inning yeah. as, in the seventh game of the World Series to close that shit out, to Pretty be much, yeah. Hilliard's been uh, a nice – had yeah. a nice little week, though. Surprisingly, yeah, he's not he's not bad. Uh, but, yeah, man, I mean, this Ozuna shit, it's got to end. Like, it's over. And, yeah, I mean, he, he was never a high-effort guy. He just – I don't – I'm not going to bank on a 32-year-old to grow up. And one thing – another thing, by the way – at this point, I want them to get him the fuck away from Ronald Acuna Jr. Yeah, he's uh, that guy's cancer. I like uh, Albies and Acuna together. That's nice. Yes. I think Albies is the linchpin of that team, to be honest. At uh, this point. He's like, he he his behavior, generally speaking, seems like a goofy 16-year-old. But his clubhouse presence is like a fucking fifty-year-old dude. He's like the he's like the old head in that in that clubhouse somehow. I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> it's a very strange, uh, well, uh, like bipolar only, situation going on there. He's the only like leader of that team that's um, also has a big personality. Mm-hmm. Riley's kind of a quiet guy. Olson's uh, quiet. Yeah, Freed is quiet. Uh, it's it's really just. Albies and Snit. I don't know. Like, who else? And then you've got, like, you've got young guys who I think are going to grow into good leaders. Like, I think Strider could potentially be a good, a good clubhouse leader guy because yeah. he certainly has no problem speaking up or, or, or whatever. Yeah. Har- uh, Harris, too, I think. Yes. At some point. A hundred percent. But right. Yeah. Right now, it's really kind of just, just Albies uh, on the player side. I, I, look, I'm sure. Guys like Freed and uh, and Olsen, who maybe aren't like the loudest personalities, they'll speak up when they need to, mm. and they have, I would hope, some gravitas in the in the clubhouse. Um, but yeah, yeah, in terms of like the everyday kind of, I don't know what, what who it would be like in the military, like this sar. It's always like the sergeant, this sergeant so, major. Yeah, maybe or a first sergeant at a company level or a platoon yeah. sergeant. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's he does seem to. 
kind of be the guy that pulls focus back when everybody gets wild. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Fair enough. Uh, last but not least, fun story about an ex-Brave. Uh, did you see any of this on Twitter? I follow Evan Gaddis, but I didn't see any of this stuff. Uh, Evan Gaddis had some fun tweets. I think he might have been a little drunk or something. Maybe. He, uh, he just took to Twitter and started spilling all the beans on the Astros pitch stealing, at least from his what he was doing. Uh, and it's fucking incredible. Um, let's see. Someone asked him, Shoeless Dro Jackson uh, asked to uh, put down the scotch for a minute. The trash cans, Evan. How many bangs of the trash can did you hear in 2017 postseason? Evan Gaddis said, depended, depended on the pitch. Uh, he then also said, let's see, what else did he say? He said he knew what was coming from CC Sabathia. Yeah. Uh, he well, didn't. One guy asked him uh, about playing left field. Um, yeah. And he was like, I, was, I can guarantee I was terrified and probably on a performance enhancing drug both times. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that affects his Hall of Fame candidacy. Right. Not, not that he has one, but uh, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty bold. Yeah. He also said that they knew what, he was coming, what was coming from you, Darvish, and they still got shut out just because he was fucking dealing. Like they were getting the signals on every Darvish pitch. And he still shut them out? Yeah. He still absolutely. That's just, pretty good. <laughs> yeah, right? That's fucking incredible. Um, for I'm on this Barstool story. They also, for some reason, he tells some chick she has great tits in the middle of this. Uh, don't know what that was about. Well, but, you know. So, may, did she? Yeah, for sure. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. He also thinks that some pitchers knew they were cheating and created new signs or, like, kept things as, as close to the vest as possible. Uh, and then, um, yeah, basically the next day said... Uh, oh, he also said that he believes the Dodgers were cheating as well and stealing signs. My guess is they weren't using cameras, though. Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, but that's not cheating, is it? No. It's not cheating if you're stealing. Stealing signs is not cheating. Using electronics to steal signs and communicate with each other is stealing. Yes. That is or, uh, cheating rather. Yes, that is cheating. I having someone on second base or or having someone very observant in the dugout seeing like what a pitcher looks like when he throws a curveball versus whatever, uh that's not cheating. That is that is nuts baseball, man. Yeah, fucking A. Putting a camera up there and spying on yeah, different story. He signed off with and it turns out I say stupid stuff from time to time. Night, smiley face. Um, so yeah, he just got drunk and, and spilled a bunch of beans on the, uh, entire Astros, uh, cheating situation. I like that. He, he did, he did comment on the buzzers. People keep asking about the buzzers and he said if they were doing it, they, they were smart enough not to tell me, Yeah, which is kind of a weird line in the sand to draw after you just admitted to cheating. <laughs> well, maybe the smart enough to not tell him part was they knew he was dumb. Oh, he was going to say it. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that seems, you know who? I've never, I don't think, really heard from on this that I would be incredibly fascinated to hear from is, uh, I love this guy, but Mr. Unwritten Rules, Brian McCann. Yeah, he seems like a man of integrity. I'm surprised he's not spoken out about this, although I don't think he ever will. I At this point, right? Like, he, this is a guy that got up in, uh, what's his nuts face? Was it Carlos Gomez? Right, for pimping a home run or yeah. saying some shit. Yeah. Uh, they recently took a picture together, by the way, saying really? they, they buried the hatchet. Is Gomez done? Is he out of baseball? Oh, now? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I didn't realize, by the way, McCann was on the uh, Team USA staff. 
Oh, yeah. He's, uh, well, who's the head coach? It's Mark DeRosa now, right? So it's all yes. Braves over there. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, but yeah, McCann has never said a word about this. Now, Gaddis, for those who don't know, um, he's kind of lived a bit of a YOLO life. Yeah, he's uh, like, it wasn't full Josh Hamilton, but it was pretty close, right? Yeah, like he, but he had like an anxiety breakdown mm-hmm. after starting college ball at A&M, I think, and then just start quit and just kind of started getting fucked up and being a janitor and then he went back to like a juco or some shit like that I he did remember. go not only did he, he went to a juco that my uh, buddy former tfm writer kyle banduho pitched for um uh this guy he does a podcast uh for um baseball prospectus mm. now but he played uh juco ball with evan gaddis and he was like um yeah evan murdered baseballs and juco i can only imagine <laughs> I, I there's no way i would fucking get anywhere near that dude with a fucking aluminum bat right fuck that shit it's like he told a story about one time uh the wind was blowing in like just as hard as it could possibly blow in like no one had any hope of hitting the ball like to the warning track and it got us hit it like 30 feet over in game like reached up like chest high fastball fastball and just put it well over the fence. i mean that guy he hit the longest home run i've ever seen i think it went that it was in Philly, hundred miles an hour at like the check uh, chest, like slash neck. I forget who was pitching. It might have been um, Oswald, not Oswald, um, Lee. It was somebody who threw fucking gas, and he absolutely drilled him. And then, um, have you ever seen the highlight of Gaddis uh, hitting that Marlins fan in the dick in Miami with a home run? Yeah, no. Oh my god! I'll show you it after the game. Please YouTube this if you've not seen it. Evan Gaddis hit a home run on the Braves, and it went to, um, you know, left field, and it went to uh, over where that club is now. Mm. It used to be where the pool is. You yeah. Know what I'm oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this guy was walking down the stairs with like a beer or whatever. This baseball hit him in the dick, and it hit him in the dick with such impact that he flew backwards and his shoe fell off. <laughs> Just one of those days, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. It's one of the best baseball highlights I've ever seen. That guy's a fucking animal. Yeah, he's a man. He's a man for sure. But yeah, this fucking cracked me up reading this. Of course Evan Gaddis would do this. Like, oh, yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't care. No, he does not give a shit. Yeah, I sure. love it. I love him. I'd love to have him on the show sometime, actually. He'd probably give some give some good-ass stories about uh, about those Astros and even those Braves days. He doesn't seem to have a problem saying stuff, so no, definitely a good guest to have. Not, not in the least, yeah. Good dude. I always loved him on the Braves. Was sad that we couldn't. He, we were good with him for a season, I think. Yeah, thirteen. He came up. He was LO, so. I mean, these days, if if he was just coming back into baseball right now, he would definitely be an everyday DH. He, oh yeah. He just wasn't particularly great in the field. He, no. he was not a very good catcher, and he definitely was not a good left fielder. No, good um, lord, no. I think I remember us putting him in left field some days just yeah. to have his bat. Yeah. Which it's just like you're hoping for the best. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good fucking luck. Uh, but yeah, that has all I've got for today. I'm excited for this Royals series yeah. tonight. Uh, starting tonight with Morton. I'm actually I love watching Bryce Elder pitch now that I think he's. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to stay in the rotation. I agree. I think it's going to be um, Freed, Strider, Morton, uh, Wright, Elder. Maybe we'll see if Wright doesn't turn it around i mean it's hard to it's it's weird to think about a 21 game winner who might get squeezed out of the rotation you know right what i mean but it might frankly probably more likely that they go to more of a six-man rotation and use morton every other time mm-hmm. since he's older you don't want to fucking wear his arm out before the playoffs no and also he's 
at this point, he's a flex. Yeah, he's definitely a flex. He yeah. can go in the bullpen, mm-hmm. too. I mean, he literally, we're talking about the 2017 Astros. He pitched, what, the last four innings of that yeah. uh, deciding game six, seven? They went seven, didn't it? Um, I think it was six. Okay. Uh, either way, he yeah, he can come out of the bullpen. So, uh, yeah, he's... Oh, no, it, it did go seven. Oh, he, pitched, seven. he pitched the last like four <clears throat> innings of that uh, or whatever. And I think he only threw curveballs. Maybe. I mean, when it's on, it's unhittable. So yeah. uh, that he's, it's, it's a hit or miss. Pardon the pun with that dude. Um, but yeah, that would be, that'd be my guess is that Morton goes to a flex position at some point. Although I thought that would happen last year. Those young guys just didn't fucking pan out the way I thought they would. No. But Elder specifically looks good this year. Yeah. And so. Elder's, he's the type of guy we talk about off air a lot. Uh, his thing is more like he mentally, he's, been there the whole time he was a really tough Mm. uh college pitcher you know what i mean like really good at that it was just a matter of getting his stuff Mm. up to major league snuff essentially and uh it appears to be there hopefully we'll see yeah we'll see the third time through the order so far this year he's doing pretty well batters are hitting 222 against them the third time through the order this year which is in stark contrast last year yeah fucking take it yeah uh but yeah that is all i've got go braves